0: Welcome to the Perspectives on Healthcare podcast, where members of the medical community from different roles, venues, and locations share their unique perspectives on quality healthcare, its future, and how to improve it. Now, from the Your Keynote Speaker studio in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, here is your host, Rob Oliver. Thank you, and welcome to another edition of Perspectives on Healthcare. Today, we get another patient's perspective on healthcare from Michelle Teague. She is from right here, just outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. This is number 24 in the patient's perspective interview marathon. Enjoy. Welcome. What is your name?
1: Hi, Rob. My name is Michelle Teague.
0: And where are you from, Michelle?
1: Rob, I am outside of Pittsburgh in Mount Pleasant, Pennsylvania.
0: Fantastic. I appreciate you being here. Um, You are in a teag of your own. Absolutely. Uh, So let's jump right into this. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself and your experiences in healthcare, please?
1: Sure. Sure. When you first started talking about this entire process, uh, the very first healthcare experience that came to my mind was when I was seven months pregnant with my son, Jeffrey. Uh, first time mother to be a little jittery about uh, what was going to happen. And I woke up in the middle of the night, just sick as a dog. Uh, I I had the chills, I was shivering, didn't feel well, Um, just the sharp pain in my side. I called the hospital and they're like, yeah, you know what, it may just be a stomach bug or it might be an appendicitis. Would you mind coming in so that we could check you out? And of course, being, you know, a little bit nervous about all this, I was just like, well, heck yeah, Uh, let me get in there and make sure that this isn't something as serious as having to have my appendix taken out. Went in uh, and the next several hours were not fun at all. Um, Lots of people going in and poking and prodding at at me Um, since I was so far along. Uh, when, when you have a baby smushing down on all those internal organs, they can get moved around a little bit here and there. And I I can remember the, the chief of surgery coming in and kind of looking and trying to figure out how do you go in there? What, what do you do uh, when, when all of this is going on? And, uh, A little while after that happened, I had a nurse coming in and checking vitals and and asking how I was doing. And and I looked at her and I said, you're going to think I'm crazy when I tell you this. I said, but it's not just hurting on my front right side now. It's starting to hurt in my back.
0: Mm.
1: And she ran out of the room, grabbed my OBGYN, ran them in there and... Uh, he looked at me, he said, sit up for a a minute. And he he pushed in just ever so slightly on my back and said, does that hurt? (laughs) And I jumped about three feet in the, in the the air. Yeah, that hurts. And, And he looked at me and said, I got some good news and some bad news for you. The good news is I know exactly what you have. The bad news is it's a kidney infection. And so. He starts barking off all these orders to all the nurses that that were there in the room. And then he turns to me, and I will never forget this. He held my hand. He looked deeply into my eyes, and he said, I promise you, you're not going to be in pain anymore. We're going to fix this. Mm -hmm. And literally within 15 minutes, the pain was gone. He, he was able to zero in exactly and know exactly what to do to make that pain go away. Um, I spent the next two days on uh, antibiotics and with all kinds of fluids getting pumped into me, but he was right, pain was gone. And he was able to, to get me healthy and back home within the next couple of days. And two months later, I had a healthy baby boy.
0: Uh, a, a wonderful outcome to the story both from the perspective of having the doctor give you the right diagnosis Mm -hmm. and be able to handle the pain and for Jeffrey to be healthy. And uh, because I'm going to admit you had me worried. Okay. Um, So uh, thankful to hear that. So besides your OBGYN at that point, have you met any other healthcare heroes along your journey?
1: I would say nurse Zella. And she was the lady who who ran and got the doctor, but more importantly, um, she also happened to be there in the the OB/gyn when Jeffrey was born, and she right. remembered me, mm. and I remember her um, helping. You know, the, those first couple of days when you're still in the hospital after you have a baby, um, helping that that new mom figure out. Uh, what to do what not to do all those kinds of things she was truly a saint uh with the amount of patience that she had
0: yeah that so uh, just ask this how old is jeffrey
1: jeffrey is oh wow he's going to be 32 years old next week
0: okay and this just speaks to the impact that nurse cella has that's 32 years ago you've mm-hmm. got he's being born and you remember her name to this day. Oh, yeah. that, um that speaks volumes to the impact that she's had. Yes. Uh, so okay. Um tell me what does quality healthcare mean to you?
1: To me quality healthcare is is it's something that you actually can measure. I know when we talk about Quality versus quantity. Quantity is usually very easily to measure. Quality, on the other hand, people can't always measure quality. But to me, you can measure quality healthcare. You can measure it by how you feel after you've received it. And when you've received quality health care, you feel healthy, you feel good, you feel good about the process itself. Uh, A lot of times people in the medical field tend to focus on making sure they have the right diagnosis, making sure they have the right drugs. They're not focusing, though, on how does the patient actually feel in this whole process? And is this a positive feeling that they're experiencing as they're going through it? To me, quality healthcare means that the patient has a positive feeling throughout this and they end up feeling good about all of it in the end.
0: Okay, so it's to you, it's about the how the patient feels. Mm-hmm not just at the end of the process, but am I correct in your saying it's through the entire process as well?
1: You're correct, Rob. Uh, I think the the patient should be feeling good and confident about the the entire uh, procedures that are going on throughout the entire process from start to finish.
0: Okay. And let me just clarify something. Are you saying that they should feel that they should feel good from a psychological perspective or from a physical perspective?
1: Um, Definitely from a psychological perspective, the physical perspective, they'll feel good at the end when everything is taken care of. (laughs) Um, It's kind of hard to feel good physically when you've got broken bones or you've got some type of infection or something like that in the beginning. Um, In the end though, you're going to feel good physically too.
0: Yeah. And just thanks for clarifying that. I I was pretty sure that was what you were going to say, but I, I wanted to make sure that I had actually uh, properly understood you. Mm -hmm. So good. So what do you wish that your medical providers understood about you?
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, When I went through uh, that that scare, uh, like I said, it was just over 32 years ago. Um, One of the things that I wish healthcare providers knew is that it's an actual person. It's not a number. It's not a statistic. It's not uh, a future case study for you to share with fellow people in the medical field. This is a person. And it's a person who doesn't necessarily have a background in the medical field and doesn't really understand everything that's going on. And if you can take the time to explain to them throughout the entire process and along with each step what's going on, what they can expect. Because that's the other thing. When you're sitting there at the hospital and you've got you know, 30, 40 minutes in between times when you have somebody coming in and out, you don't know what to expect. Uh, mm-hmm. You don't know, are they going to be gone for 10 minutes or are they going to be gone for an hour? So if they can let you know what the expectations are from them. And where you are in the process, where things are going, what they've done so far, what they've found, what they're still looking for—that would be very helpful.
0: Okay, so you're talking about communication. Is that right?
1: Correct. Yes.
0: Can you talk a little bit more about, as far as knowing what to expect? What is it? What is it that you mean by that? And like, what are the what are the things that they should be communicating? To help you because you know sometimes you you share something you say this is what you should expect you know it, you're not talking about like oh maybe you are I'll be back in 15 minutes or um I'll be back in a in 20 minutes or what is it that what are the expectations that you are hoping that they communicate to you
1: Part of it is that time aspect and, you know, you're sitting here in a hospital room. Okay, we're checking on you now. We'll be back in here within the next 20 to 30 minutes. But the other thing is you're drawing all this blood. Why are you drawing all this blood and what are you going to do with it? Oh, I'm drawing this blood. I'm going to be running these different types of tests on it. We'll have those results for you within the next one to two hours and I will give you those results then. So those types of that type of communication of expectations.
0: Okay, so it's it's telling you what's going to happen in the future, but it's also explaining this is what's going on right now. And and if and I'm hearing you also say it's not just what I'm doing, but why I'm doing it. Correct. Is that can Can you talk a little bit about that that concept of explaining the why?
1: Yeah. Um, Part of it is, uh, like you said, it's not just the what, but it's the why. Adults want to know why. Children want to know why. That's the big question that they they just about always have is why are you doing this? And it's the same with adults. We want to know why you're doing this. Um, I'd say probably within the past 10, 15 years, there's been this shift in the healthcare industry where patients are getting more active in their own health care and in their own healthcare care plans. And a lot of them are asking, why are we taking this particular um, you know, path? Why aren't we exploring other options? Why aren't we, why are you choosing ju- this drug or this test over this other one? And I, I think most of it goes back to, you want to have this sense of control. You want to, and information is the way to do that. Information is power. And when you're the patient, it's nice to feel as if you have the information and you have that power and you have some, some sense of control over what's going on.
0: Yeah. Um, in the advocacy world, we have the expression, knowledge is power, mm-hmm. use it. And I think that sounds to me like exactly what you're talking about, right? Yes. So good. Okay. Last question for you, and that is, what is one thing medical professionals can start doing today to improve the quality of healthcare?
1: One of the things that they can do, uh, A, is to, to communicate better, uh, to, okay. to listen to their patients, listen to not just what they're saying, but what they're not saying, mm. um, to, to pay attention to not only the the verbal words, how they're saying it, but also uh, the physical sense of how they're they're explaining what it is that they're explaining. Um, But for me, one of the biggest things that happened was when somebody took the time, like I said, when Dr. Prasad took the time to to grab my hand and tell me, you're going to be okay. Um, I think if more doctors and nurses would do that and let people know I understand you're afraid. I understand uh, what you're going through. You've never gone through before and it's okay. I'm here for you. There are other people who are here for you and we're going to help you through this process.
0: Yeah, that. Yeah, so important and valuable to, to say you are not alone mm-hmm. um, and to, to get some reassurance to get that, um, that human connection. Yes. that and there we've all had this experience okay we've had the experience where you have someone and they are very businesslike about what happens they come into the room what is your issue I deal with your issue and then I leave and there's there's very little um you know beyond that mm-hmm. but you're um, you're talking about making sure that there is the human connection and yep so Listen, Michelle, listen, I appreciate you being with me today. Sure. I appreciate your support in this. And I want to let you know that I respect your perspective on healthcare. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Rob. Good luck See with all later. this.
0: Thanks. Yep. Bye. Thanks for listening to Perspectives on Healthcare. Visit perspectivesonhealthcare.com to learn more about Rob Oliver or to subscribe so you never miss an episode. If this podcast was valuable, we'd appreciate a review on iTunes. Or if you tell a friend or coworker about the show, that would be helpful too. Join us again next time for more Perspectives on Healthcare.